everybody and welcome to New Gaming News. We're a bi-weekly newsletter where you can learn about sponsors, partnerships, gambling news, and give yourself an industry education in the esports space. We're going to start off with some partnerships and sponsors. In sponsors and partnership news, North American organization Team SoloMid has partnered with PayPal-owned mobile payment service Venmo. Quote, we're excited to announce that we'll be teaming up with Venmo to bring you guys exclusive experience and chances to interact with your favorite pros like never before. This was the announcement of the partnership. A source close to the deal told Esports Insider that the first activation for the partnership will be with popular Fortnite player and content creator Ali Myth Kabani. Fans will be able to play with Myth live on a stream while he gives away $20,000 through the app Venmo. The organization is also partnered with Logitech G, Lenovo Legion, HTC Vive, Twitch, Geico, Dr. Pepper, and Grubhub. Team Solo Mid currently plays for League of Legends, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Fortnite, Hearthstone, Super Smash Bros., Rocket League, Apex Legends, and Magic the Gathering. NGN says, this partnership, much like the Cash app sponsoring 100 Thieves Content House, gives the fans a chance to interact with their esports heroes and give them the thrill and possibility to win money. Hmm, sounds like gambling to me. This partnership shows how out of the box you can get with these collaborations within the industry and how it's growing. Moving forward into gambling news, the Chinese organization LGD Gaming, Condi and Hesitate, which are a player and a coach, are banned for alleged gambling and match-fixing. LGD Gaming announced that their League of Legends player, Zhang Kondi Renji, has been suspended for 18 months while manager Song Hesitate Ziyang has received a lifetime ban from competitive League of Legends. Both had their contracts terminated following a joint investigation with the LPL into alleged gambling and match-fixing during the Chinese Nest 2019 tournament. Kandi was reported to be believed that he was pressured and blackmailed into throwing matches. The LGD violation follows the LMS team Dragon Gate being kicked out of the League of Legends tournament in April due to match fixing and LDL teams RW Shark forfeiting their LDL spring playoffs spot less than a week later due to similar offenses. NGN says, betting is a natural extension of competitive esports on all scales. This corruption within the space will only validate esports and bring more eyes. Gambling definitely is in the air. We have, a, we have an expert opinion piece claiming betting firms have responsibility to tackle esports corruption. This is going to be quotes. I will read it as such. The legitimate operators in the gambling industry have a duty to help clean up the reputation of esports. Gambling will happen and it's a matter of making sure that responsible operators work together to stamp out match fixing and help prevent it. We have an integral role in eliminating that from our world. This is why we're part of the ESIC, where we and other responsible operators share suspicious alerts. So, if we see betting patterns that are not consistent with a normal match, we report to ESIC and they will investigate the event in question. They work with the tournament organizers, teams, and they educate players that they, and they work to stamp it out. Recently, there's a Reddit post that a gaming company stole $500 from them. There might be legitimate reasons for seizing the funds of a customer because match fixing is a problem in every sport, including esports. 
The gambling company might have very good reasons for seizing funds, but the difference is that the company had a good license, the customer would be able to go into the gaming commission, file a formal complaint, and the gaming commission would help the customers get the money back if the seizure was unwarranted. There's legal recourse. Esports has seen the skin betting scandals in CSGO, where operators have let 12-year-olds play using their parents' credit cards. Children don't have the same understanding of gambling risks. Even with the adults, you will have problematic behavior. Betting should enhance your experience. It should not be the experience. If someone loses their house, it's a bad thing, of course. This is also part of the distinction between the good guys and the bad guys. We have deposit limits. We have responsible gambling laws. We will make sure our players are over 18 and we will be looking for problematic behavior so we can help people not spend more on gambling than they can afford. These are quotes from Lars Lean, founder and CEO of Luckbox.com and the member of the Esports Integrity Coalition. NGN says, now is the time for the decision makers to begin the fight for regulations on esports betting. It's early and the industry is at its most malleable. And now for an industry education. Casinos are drawing in millennials to bet on esports. Quote, esports have gotten huge and that would be fantastic for this market. It's one of the things that really needs to be looked at because I see this as a wave of the future. This is said by Reno, Mayor, Hillary Sheave. Reno is looking to get to cash in on esports and looking to attract a younger generation after Luxor opened its HyperX esports arena Thursday, June 13th of 2019. Las Vegas swapped its former LAX nightclub for the 30,000-square-foot eSports arena designed to host live video game tournaments broadcast to thousands online watching. This arena is not only attracting competitive players, but tourists as well, as casuals come playing on consoles and PC for an hourly fee. Luxor represents a major business shift in Las Vegas catering to the younger generation. Off-season, the Luxor is bringing in 700 people with the numbers jumping to 1,500 on a busy day. Competitive players and spectators alike will play at the venue's PCs and consoles for $10 per hour on weekends and $5 per hour on weekdays when there's no tournament scheduled. Even if this traffic is not gambling, gamers will surely be eating and spending money on restaurants and nightlife. Quote, At a macro level, we're in the midst of becoming an entertainment company. Gone are the days when we're focused solely on casinos. We're now focused on our entertainment values. That's food, beverage, nightclubs, pools, the full package of offerings, and esports is a piece of it, Walker said. This is what our future consumer wants, and this is what the consumer of today wants. It's very much a learning phase for us, but we're very much in the midst of embracing what's coming and doing the right thing getting into the game. We've noticed that people who come in for the tournaments play the other arcade offerings that we have while we're waiting, said William Team, Fund Center and Esports Manager for Atlantis. It complements what we already offer. Atlantis Casino Resort Spa, with a history of esports hosting local events in its Fund Center arcade over decades, is including tournaments such as Street Fighter, Super Smash Bros, and working to bring more traffic into their hotels. Atlantis will eventually expand the lounge with PCs to invite more player types and tournaments. Enxian says, This is undoubtedly the state of millennial and Gen Z entertainment, music festivals, and traditional club settings as well. The younger audience wants an interactive experience and will pay money for it. A group of esports experts says, Casino operators should enter the vertical to attract new gambler generations. Quote, 
casino operators have to offer something more entertaining than what's online. If I'm a millennial and I walk into a casino right now, there's nothing for me to do. We're at a crossroads of esports and the gambling world, but it's already happening. It's just a matter of when casino executives and the gambling world are going to step into the fray. These two industries, the casino gaming industry and esports industry, have to collide because the casino industry is beginning to lose the generation that plays table games. This is all said by Ari Fox, producer of Gamecon and the Casino Esports Conference. Competitive video game tournaments attract millions of viewers worldwide, mostly males between the age of 15 and 35. Cash betting on skill-based video games is already legal in 38 states, including New Jersey. In 2018, esports viewership clocked in at more than 167 million worldwide, and according to research by NewZoo and Goldman Sachs. By 2022, that number is expected to eclipse 300 million. Large-scale companies are already partnering with the properties in Nevada to entice a younger demographic. In 2017, a report from NewZoo on global marketing trends found that anywhere between 40 and 60% of video gamers over the age of 25 are interested in in-game betting. Quote, Esports allows for a much more engaged experience that appeals to a new generation of gamers, which casino operators could take advantage of if done properly. This is said by Russell Alexi, founder and CEO of OK Let's Play. Quote, The problem at the moment is that the most casino operators either do not understand esports or are not concerned with the younger younger demographic of gambler. It's still a nascent industry and we're continuing to evolve, he said, but it will be mainstream soon. This is said by Alex Igelman, principal of Spectrum Esports Advisors and chairman of Millennial Esports Court. Esports is accessible to everyone, which gives the offering a wide appeal. The popularity of esports is only going to expand as more people are exposed to it. We're definitely going to see more growth, he said, and it will only continue. This is said by Josh Marcus, managing partner and co-founder of MKM Esports. NGN says, Esports is accessible to everyone, and it is also extremely social. Players can interact with their viewers, and their viewers can interact with each other. They form bonds, have fan favorites, and bring out the competitive nature within one another. Add betting to this competitive community, and they will go all in. And just as some hot news, the Arcade Bar Emporium is joining Meow Wolf at Area 15 in Las Vegas. Emporium is a bar arcade concept opening in the Experiential Commerce Center. Emporium at Area 15 joins Meow Wolf Las Vegas and will feature 100 plus classic arcade games, live DJs, music acts, large scale murals painted by Las Vegas artists, and a wide variety of bar options. Emporium has five locations in Chicago, San Francisco, and Oakland. NGN says, Virtual reality, esports, gaming, and new experiences are shaking up the Las Vegas scene in a big way. This trend will continue to grow and become a staple of a more modern environment. And that's all we have this week for NGN New Gaming News bi-weekly newsletter. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you had value. Thank you. Have a great week.